Praise the Lord. We're going to our Sunday school lesson this morning. Today's topic is the now time. The now time. Timing is everything to those who have places to go, things to do, planning of life events, all comes with timing. And the definition of timing is the choice, judgment, or control of when something should be done. So there is a time that everything should be done. Everything we do plays an important part in that because our life and the things we do have an expiration date. Uh, there are certain times when there is a move of God. There are certain seasons where God decides to do certain things. And it's up to us to get on board with God. It's up to us to get in the flow of God. Come on, somebody. It's up to us to seek after God, to, to see what God is doing about in the earth and to see what he's doing in his kingdom and to see what he is planning and doing in our life. Come on here. Oh, it's up to us uh, oh, to call upon his name and to search after him, uh, to read him of his word and to lay out before him in prayer so that we can know the timing of God is very crucial. And how many of you know that God's timing is not our timing? Oh, we go by a clock and by a watch. And uh, I don't know about you, but I, I have to carry my, my Apple watch and my phone. And uh, we got to keep up with the minutes and the hours and the seconds. And especially if you work in the hospital and certain places, you got to go by military time. And oh, we got to rule our whole day by time. Oh, but God is not ruled by our time. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God has his own clock in glory. He rules the time and he rules the seasons. He rules our day and he rules our night. That's the kind of God that we serve. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm so glad that he's in charge. I'm so glad that he rules and reigns in the affairs of men. I'm so glad that man don't have the final say-so over my time. Oh, hallelujah. Because we all got to give an account to God what we did with this life and what we did with our time. Come on here. Oh, and I'm here to remind you today, uh, for those of you that want to be saved, we're running out of time. Uh, time clock is winding up. Uh, you can look around and see the time that you're living in is the end times. Uh, oh, you can see the signs all in the earth. Uh, oh, you can hear it. Uh, you can sense it. Uh, and you can feel it in the atmosphere. Uh, Oh, that our Lord soon shall come. Oh, my God. And it's up to us to make ourselves ready. It's up to us to handle our business like the old folks used to say. 
They used to say, you boy, you better handle your business. Girl, you better handle your business. Get your business straight. Oh, because the master is soon to come. Oh, my God. And everybody going to have to stand before the righteous judge and give an account of every word, every deed, every thought, every action that we done did in this life. Oh, because he rules time. Woo, my God. So I'm here to remind us huh, that we ain't got as much time as we think. <laughs> we done took God for granted down through the years. We thought we had such a big, wide margin of time. Oh, but I read in the book of Ecclesiastes, and if you want to read about time, I challenge you today to go in the book of Ecclesiastes. You want to read about getting old uh, and your hair getting gray and your teeth falling out, go read the book of Ecclesiastes. Uh, you wonder why your body is aching. Wonder why things ain't moving like they used to move. Uh, wonder why your vision ain't like it was when you were 20. Uh, go in the book of Ecclesiastes uh, and the preacher will tell you. Woo. Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter, verse 11 says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Oh, it don't matter how fast you run. You just got to run. Oh, make sure you run at a steady pace. Oh, my God. Oh, it don't matter how big and bad you think you are. You got to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not your might. Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to the men of understanding. So it don't matter how much education you got, how much money you got in your bank account. Yet favor to the men of skill, but time and chance, shout time and chance, happens to them all. So I don't care what end of the spectrum you own. You can be high, you can be low. You can be rich, and you can be poor. Oh, come on here. But time and chance is going to happen to everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Time and chance. We got to figure that thing in our lifespan. Oh, because God is going to allow some things to happen in our life. It's how you deal with it. How do you respond? How do you react when you are challenged with life? Woo, my God. Uh, uh, because life is going to hit you. Uh, uh, I don't care what street you live on. I don't care what avenue you live on. Uh, you can live in Chanel uh, or you can live on Roosevelt. Uh, life uh, is going to hit you. And just because folks smile and, uh, and look like they're doing good uh, don't mean that life ain't hitting them. Uh, because some folks is good at faking and fronting. <laughs> Woo, my God. I don't rub shoulders with big shot doctors. Oh, and big shot people. Oh, that was high up on the food chain down through the years. Thought they had everything going. Oh, my God. Had big houses, big bank accounts. 
happens. But what good does it when you have all that and have no peace? Woo! Because life hits everybody. And when you interview a lot of folks that have a lot of things, oh, but they don't have God. They're miserable. Oh, my God. They don't have peace of mind. Oh, they have so much worry of how they going to keep it. Oh, my God. Always got to look over their shoulder. Oh, but I'm so glad that I got peace. Whoo, my God, because life hit the rich man just like it hit the poor. Oh, my God, they just happen to be in a different position, so you please. Oh, my God, but God will make sure, oh, my God, that every man, oh, time and chance gonna happen to everybody, to the Greek, to the Hebrew, oh, my God, to the black, the white, the yellow, the green, all to the high, to the low, for the homeless man and the rich, to the middle class. God will make sure that time and chance visit everybody's life, and we're going to have to deal with this thing called life, and we're going to have to give an answer. We're going to have to give an account to the God that rules the universe. Shadi also. Woo, my God. Oh, because it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. Oh, that means oh, that the righteous and the wicked gonna get judged. Oh, come on here. The church is gonna get first dibs on judgment. Then the world. Oh my God. And if judgment must begin at the house of God, where shall the can the ungodly appear? If you think you're going through something, what you think they're going through out there? Oh my God, if you think you're going through some challenges and you've been going through some hardship, what you think they're going through out there? They can double for their trouble. Woo! My God. Procrastination. Is a big enemy to our flesh as well as our spirit. Oh, procrastination. We all familiar with procrastinating, ain't we? Because it's a thief of our time. <laughs> we put off today, huh? And we say, well, we're going to do that tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. Stuff that we should have took care of. We say in our mind, I don't feel it today. I don't want to be bothered with that today. Any witnesses in the house? So then we put stuff off, and then we put stuff off, and we keep putting it off, and then it never get done, and then you get busy with something else, and you get busy with doing something else, and you don't forget about that thing that you were supposed to take care of. It's called what? Procrastination. Well, let me tell you, you can't afford to procrastinate with your spirit. <laughs> you can't afford to put God off. <laughs> oh, my God. You may put your bills off. Huh? Pay a little bit and a little bit.
time. Oh, you may put off some housework and some yard work off. Huh? Say, I'll do that when the sun come out tomorrow or next weekend. Huh? Let the grass grow up a little bit taller before you mow it. You can put that off. Huh? But you can't afford to, to put God off. Huh? Oh, when God is dealing with you, huh? you better answer God. Huh? Oh, come on here. Huh? When God is tugging on you, huh? he waking you up in the middle of the night. Huh? You better get up and respond to God. Huh? God is looking for a response. Huh? He's not looking for us to keep laying down on him, huh? taking a nap. Huh? Oh, come on here. Huh? Oh, it's time. I'm to respond to God. Don't you put God off. Because it's seasons where God will wake his people up to pray. It's times where God will tug on his people to cry out to him. Huh? It's seasons where God will tug on you to study more. To turn off the TV and the phone. Huh? To turn off your agenda and your plans and everything you got going on. It's times where God requires more. Don't put God off. Oh, there's a danger in procrastination. Oh, because when you put things off, they begin to do what they pile up. Huh? When you start putting stuff off. It seemed like, boy, it starts swelling up and getting even bigger. Woo, my God. You start procrastinating, doing spring cleaning. Seemed like when spring come around, you be ready for the fall. My God. All this stuff done accumulated. Huh? All this stuff done piled up because what we do? We push it in the closet. We push it in the closet. Huh? We hang it up and we just push it aside. We don't even think about it. We just push stuff in and we push stuff in. But eventually it's going to pile up. Oh, I got you where I want you. We do the same thing in our spirit. Huh? Stuff that should be dealt with. Huh? Stuff you done should have got rid of. Huh? God told you to cut off. Huh? God told you he didn't appreciate. Huh? Oh, that he and you offended him huh? with that particular thing. Huh? And we just push it aside and push it aside. And it kept on growing and it kept on getting bigger. Oh, my God. It's a danger in procrastination. Because there is a season, a time to every purpose under the heaven. According to Ecclesiastes. Look at Ecclesiastes again. The third chapter. So we got to learn how to manage. Oh, that, that's a dirty word right there. We got to learn how to manage what we've been given. See, it ain't that God ain't giving. It is not that God is not blessing us. It's not that God is not supplying what we need. But the question is, how are we managing everything God is giving? Whoa. So that means we got to manage our time. We got to manage our spiritual life. Huh? And we got to manage our natural life. So we got to have a balance. Oh, that's a challenge to the church. Because, see, everybody want to be so 
super spiritual. Huh? And have very little balance. Balance of spiritual and natural. Huh? Come on here. You ain't on the mountaintop with Jesus every day. No, you're not. <laughs> Come on here. Let, let, let's bring it down to earth. Huh? You're you going to have some fleshly, earthly battles you're going to have to deal with. Oh, come on here. So, uh, so let's not fool ourselves. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, so we're going to get into some topics here. We got past the introduction. The first one is the present time. And I got a subtopic on this one. Get your life right time. Yeah. This is get your life right time. Uh-huh. Because, uh, uh, see, there is no time like right now. Uh, the time of the presence uh, is for you to be saved. Today is the day of salvation. Uh, we got so many folks that's putting off huh, what they should be doing right now, and that's to be saved. Huh? So worried about our money, so worried about bank accounts and checks and stimulus and worried about goods and worried about this and worried about that, jobs and shots and la da 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 da. But what you should be concerned about is your soul. There's no time like right now. Huh? So the present means a period of time of happening now. The enemy got us trying to barely make it. Huh? Oh, come on, saints. Oh, we're not here just to barely make it. Huh? You didn't come to the kingdom just to barely make it. Huh? You didn't come in the kingdom of God to be barely hanging on by a thread. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus said, I came that you may have life. And that what? More abundantly. So I don't know about you, but I'm looking to Jesus for abundant life. When I wake up every day, I ask God to bless my life. Shower me with his grace and mercy. Let his goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I want abundant life, God. I don't want to just barely make it, but I want that abundant life that he came to give me. We forgot that Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind, we got to reach forward to those things which are ahead. So that means we got to stop dwelling on negative stuff. Huh? We got to stop dwelling on stuff that happened to us two and three and five and 15 years ago. Why? Oh, why we keep bringing up what happened yesterday? Yesterday done came and gone. What folks did to you a week ago is this gone. Them folks done moved on and you still stewing in your juices. Huh? Come on here. One valuable lesson that we all can learn is to learn to let it go. Huh? Ain't that the, the theme of that little cartoon, Frozen? Let it go. Let it go. 
the fry. Huh? As long as you live and folks don't do something to get on your nerves or make you mad or make you frustrated. Huh? As long as you live. So we got to learn how to just move on and learn to let stuff go. Huh? Come on here. We got to race to run. The Bible said lay aside every weight. That stuff is heavy. We holding on to stuff and stuff weigh you down and make you all mad and down in the dark. Let it go. Lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you. We got to run this race with patience. How are we going to run the race with patience? If we let everything get to us, huh? We got to learn how to let it go. Bringing up stuff that doesn't happen, what folks done said to you and folks done done to you, huh, down through the years. You know, you, you're supposed to be done grown up and moved on from that. Huh? Come on here. How you gonna work for the Lord in his kingdom and you holding on to what happened in your past? You're supposed to be delivered. <laughs> Forgetting those things. Forget it. Forget it. Those things which are behind me. I press. Huh? I press toward the mark of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Huh? You gotta have some determination to move on. You gotta have a made-up mind to move on. You gotta have some tenacity to say, I'm not gonna let uh, my blast from the past affect my future. <laughs> oh my God. We're gonna get into some scriptures here. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter. See what the letter to the church of Ephesus have to tell us this morning. We're going to start at verse 5 and read down. Ephesians 5, starting at 5, and the Bible says, For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of what? Disobedience. Be not partakers with them. Don't even fellowship with them. Huh? Don't hook up with them. Children of disobedience. Huh? Because they are, their lifestyle and their ways will get on you. Influence you. For you were what sometimes? Darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. So walk like it then. Walk as children of light. For the fruits of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and what? Truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Have what? No fellowship. Here we go again. 
Paul always urged the saints, watch who you fellowship with. Watch who you hang out with. Watch who you connect with. It makes a difference. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of what? But rather reprove them. Oh. So correction is good. Rebuke is good. Huh? Come on here. We got to shed a light on stuff that is dark. Huh? That fights against the truth. That goes against the light. For it is a shame. It's a shame to even talk about stuff. The sins of stuff that's being done in the dark. Huh? But all things that may manifest. Now see, God is going to expose. He's exposing right now. He's exposing some stuff that's been hid down through the years. He's pulling sheets off. Everything done in the dark, it will be brought to light. Huh? There is a time where God will expose. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he said, Awake! Arise from the dead, and Christ shall what? Give thee light. See then that you walk how? Okay, let me read that and amplify. Look carefully then how you walk. Live purposely and worthily and accurately. Not as the unwise and the witless, but as wise, being sensible. Walk like you got some sense in God. Huh? Act like we got some Holy Ghost sense and intelligence. We don't do and say any and everything. Huh? Just because stuff sound good. Huh? Because our family doing it. Because the neighbors and the co-workers. Uh huh? Huh? Somebody around here got to be saved. It might as well be you. Somebody got to be holy around here. It might as well be you. Somebody got to talk godly. Somebody got to walk godly. Somebody got to look godly. It might as well be us. Huh? Walking around talking that slang talk they talk. I'm like, what? what? Well, I don't understand it no way. Huh? But why do church folks got to try to adapt uh, their language according to what they talking about out there? Huh? Come on here. We supposed to be different. Huh? We supposed to be carrying the light of God. So we supposed to walk circumspect not as fools, but as wise. And verse 16 said, Redeeming, you got to make the most of the time that God gives you. Huh? Redeem the time. Do something for God. Do something with all of these gifts and abilities God has given you. Do something for the Lord. Do the work of the Lord. Whatever you find to do with your hands, do it with all of your might.
out of your strength. Redeem the time. Huh? Don't waste a bunch of time because this generation wasting a whole bunch of time. You Well, now we have the opportunity to do something for the kingdom. Because it's going to be a lot of folks and when they get to heaven, if they have, you know, the luxury of making it, they're going to have a bald head crown. You didn't do nothing but barely get here. And everybody going to know you barely got here. Huh? But I don't know about y'all, but if I'm going to go, Tina, I want some emeralds in my crown, some diamonds, some rubies, a big old sapphire. Oh, my God. I want a few pearls on the side. That's if I'm going to go. I mean, if you're going to go, honey, go in style. My God. And Jesus gave you a crown of life. Woo! My God! And in that crown of life! Woo! My God! And he got it all decked out! I want to be decked out when I get to glory! I don't want no naked bald head crown when I get there! That's right! I want some of them precious Jews and them precious stones when I get to glory, Sister Leach! Oh, my God, that I did a work for the Lord. Oh, my God, that God was so pleased uh, with my life. Uh, he was pleased with my works. Uh, that my works spoke for me. Uh, they went before me. Uh, and he rewarded me uh, with a crown. Uh, and he put some rubies and some emeralds uh, and some diamonds in there. Uh, because I labored in the vineyard. Uh, I did the work of the Lord. Uh, until I close my eyes uh, and let no devil in hell stop me. Uh, whatever I had to do, uh, whatever I had to go through, uh, I did it. Uh, it was all uh, for the kingdom uh, and for his glory uh, and for his honor. in time to do what you're going to do because tomorrow ain't promised we don't know what death is we don't know how many more hours we got left we don't know how many days we have left we don't know how many weeks we have left we don't know how many months we have left. How many years you got left? You don't know. You better hope you make three score and ten. Huh? <laughs> In this day and time, we do well making it there. <laughs> we don't know. COVID numbers are going down, true enough. But it's something else coming after COVID. Hmm? And if COVID took out over 700,000 people just in the United States, not even talking about what it did over in the Middle East and what it did in India, huh? France, Italy, they lost so many people, they ran out of space for graves. 
we probably won't even get a total count of the amount of people that died during COVID. Y'all yeah, get that? And they're talking about, oh, we need folks to return on the workforce. A lot of them did. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but with this stuff that we don't even think about, you know, where's all the people on the workforce? Well, yeah, some don't want to work. You know, some came for, you know, health reasons or issues. But it's a lot of them did. <laughs> we don't know where death is. Think about all the people you know. Huh? Whether they was in your family or friends or friend of a friend or somebody that you knew they died in the past year and a half. And we think we got room to take God for granted? Huh? The hospital systems have been over flooded. We don't know where death is. And people waking up every day acting like they got so much time. They got all the time in the world. But we're going to live good. We're going to party hardy. We're going to do what we do. Got the oh, it ain't over with, saints. God is still moving. Not only is he moving in the United States, but he's moving all around the world. He's moving worldwide. He's moving in China. He's moving in Russia. He's moving in Afghanistan. He's moving in Mexico. He's moving in Australia. He's moving in California. He's moving in New York City and Chicago. He's moving in Pine Bluff. He's moving in Little Rock. Oh, he's moving in Kansas and Idaho. He's moving. You hear me? He's moving in Puerto Rico. They down there in the dark. And we take for granted having lights on, having water and gas. And these folks that ain't got nothing. Oh, they barely got a shirt on their back. And we think we got time to sit back and relax and take everything God has given us for granted. You don't know how long you're going to have a job. You don't know how long you're going to have insurance. You don't know how long you're going to have money in your little proud bank account. You don't know how much longer you're going to be able to get gas. You don't know how much longer you're going to be able to go to Kroger's and was food giant and get some bread and milk and eggs. You don't know. Don't you take God for granted. Don't you take your salvation lightly. Don't you take life as a joke. Everything with God is serious. You don't know how long. Every day you get up, you better say, God, I thank you. <laughs> thank you for lights. Thank you for clean water. Because there's folks up north that's having to take a bath with bottled water. They don't have clean drinking water. They got lead in the water. Everything that we use every day, we take it lightly. We take it for granted. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh-huh. We get so busy, we don't tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I got food. 
ain't got a roof over my head. I may not be living a life of luxury, but I got a roof over my head. Woo, God, everything that I needed, your hands have provided. Oh, the times that we're living in, people are getting less thankful, less grateful. Oh, we got this spirit of privilege now. Everybody's so privileged. Huh? That God home, elder. You know, walking up with our nose up as if God owe us something. He don't owe us nothing. <laughs> this generation got it twisted. Oh, my God. When we should be so grateful and thankful. See, when people are grateful and thankful, Marsha, God don't have a problem with blessing you. When you thank and praise God for what you got, you show God how much you appreciate him for what you got. Minister Tina, God don't mind opening up another door for you. <laughs> See, when you show God, Elder, huh, how much you appreciate the little stuff, <laughs> you won't have to worry about asking for the big stuff because he said, prove me. And see, would I not open up the windows? Just open them up. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. But see, the problem, we don't spend enough time telling God, thank you. God, I thank you for my little job, my, my little insurance. Thank you, Lord, I can buy my little medicine. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate you for this heat when it's cold. I appreciate the air when it's hot. I appreciate having a vehicle. I don't have to sit on the side of the road and bomb a riot. Oh, God, I thank you I ain't having to ride the bus today. Ain't nothing wrong with riding the bus. Mind you now, if that's what all you can do. Thank God for the bus, but I thank you, God. Did I got a car? I thank you. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> See, it's the little things with God. <laughs> uh, we want to try to do the grandiose. Oh, <laughs> uh, but we don't want to thank God for the little things. <laughs> oh, that you can breathe. <laughs> well, because it's a lot of folks uh, that are suffering with shortness of breath, uh, that have had COVID, uh, still having long-term effects of COVID, uh, having heart inflammation, uh, oh, lung problems. <laughs> oh, can't smell, can't taste, uh, still having brain fogginess but God he kept you he brought you out you may not be a hundred percent but thank him for 75 I thank you I thank you for 75 God I thank you for 50% God If that's all you choose to give me I'll wave my hand On 50% Wave your hand on 50 Shake your leg even though it's hurting On 45 I won't complain 
redeem your time. Being thankful and grateful. Being productive in the kingdom. Instead of walking around like an excuse and an apology. Hold your head up. Look like you're somebody. Act like you're somebody. Redeem your time. Time is going on and you're walking around heavy, head hung down, depressed. Act like you ain't got no hope. You got hope in God. I don't care what's going on in your life. It ain't as bad as it could be. <laughs> Honey, I can take you to some folks. I, I have the the privilege of listening to people God sent in my office every day. You think you got a sad story. You ain't got no sad story. <laughs> you ain't got no sad story. I love talking to people. Everybody got a story. That's what Mother used to tell us, wasn't it, Sister Bean? That was my grandmother. You know, the mothers, the Muddeals. They used to tell you, baby, everybody got a story. Huh? Let me tell you my story. Huh? Because you think you got a story. But the old folks could tell you a story. You think you done seen some stuff and gone through some stuff. Honey, boy, you listen to some stories. You were like, my God, better you than me. My God. My God. I had a couple of patients this week. Both of them was on oxygen. Both of them couldn't walk from here to the wall without getting extremely short of breath. One of them nose was blue. Ears was blue because she was getting barely enough oxygen circulating in her body. The other one was a black man. His ears was blue. Barely getting enough oxygen circulating in his body. Huh? Both of them pushing a walker. Well, one was pushing a walker. The other one was in a wheelchair. But they could barely stand without getting short of breath. Huh? And you think you got trouble. Hmm? They live 24-7 not being able to breathe. Have to sleep sitting up in a recliner. You think you got sleeping trouble. Hmm? Cannot lay down. It's not a choice. They can't lay down. They can't breathe. They smother. And you think you got a problem. Huh? And we unthankful and grateful. I'm looking at all y'all. He ain't none of y'all blue. <laughs> huh? I'm looking at all y'all. Y'all able to walk without assistance. You was able to walk through the church doors. Nobody, nobody help me help you. Huh? You may have been a little winded, but you wasn't so short of breath that your nose was blue. Hmm? Jesus. Jesus. 
Can y'all see the picture here? And God's people have the audacity, the gall, the audacity not to be thankful and grateful. People have to decide every day whether I pay my bills or I go buy my medicine. Every day. Huh? We got a choice. Choices. We got choices. We may not be eating prime rib, but we able to eat a decent hot meal. Them, them folks was grateful for a dry turkey sandwich. But we act like we don't appreciate God for nothing. I'm trying to show you a picture of the condition of the hearts of the people. Have we grown that cold? Have we grown that indifferent? Huh? That we have no care or no concern about the things of God, about the kingdom of God, the move of God, the people of God. Huh? And we're so wrapped up in ourselves. That's all we can think about is self, self, self. Well, we're selfish. We don't think about nobody else. Huh? Because the world don't just turn around you. It don't just turn in your neck of the woods, honey. Everybody going through something. Everybody got something going on. Y'all come work with me one day. Sit at my desk. Because they got some stories to tell you that'll blow your mind. I got 70 and 80 year olds bringing FMLA papers in there because they still working. Wondering how they going to get back to work after they have heart surgery in a month. Because they ain't got no other choice. Hmm? But we so privileged. We so privileged. Huh? Working way past retirement. Because they have no other choice. But we so privileged. And we just blessed and highly favored at the Lord. Redeem your time. Hmm? Watch your attitude. Watch how you think. I just want to throw that little nugget out there. Since everybody thinks they're doing so bad. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. <laughs> Come to work with me on Monday morning. <laughs> you think you're doing so bad. <laughs> That's right. How are we presenting ourselves to God? Don't you know that God watches us in our disposition, coming in His presence with a frown on our face, huh? Coming in His presence mad, coming into His presence when He said, "Come into My presence with singing," huh? Oh, my God. He wants us to come in his presence happy with some joy, with expectancy, knowing that he is God. 
It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God. 
How is it that we got so much hell going on, minister? Hmm? Somebody help me out this morning. And we're supposed to be pleasing God. Huh? We don't think about how we offend God. <laughs> with our attitudes, with our pride. We don't got so beside ourselves, elder. Huh? Like the kingdom can't move without us. Huh? The church can't do without us. Uh, oh, the church got to roll out a red carpet when we show up. Hmm? Like God is only moving in our direction. God is only moving in my neck of the woods. Huh? huh? Come on here. The anointing only come when I sing and when I preach, when I teach. Huh? Attitude. We don't think about offending God. Rolling our eyes in the house of God, being disrespectful, huh? We don't think about how we offend God, how we disrespect leadership. Ooh, ooh, I see a cuss word right there. Disrespect leadership, and we don't think about how we offend God. Oh, my God, with our slowfulness and with our laziness, putting it off on somebody else. Let them do it. Oh, I ain't feeling today. I'm tired. I got a headache. I got a backache. Oh my God. We don't think about offending God. But he anointed you. He called you. He chose you. And you sit down on your call. You sit down on your little anointing. Or you come up missing more than you show up. And we don't think about how we offend God. Oh, we don't think about offending God with all that filth and that junk we don't let get in our spirit and in our crawl. All them dead cats we still got lurking on the line. Uh, ain't forgave folk. Uh, ain't apologized. Uh, oh my God. Uh, oh, stepping on folks' toes and you know exactly what you're doing. Uh, oh, God sees it all. Uh, oh, you can fool people, uh, but you can't fool God. Uh, God sees the intent of the heart. Uh, he knows your motives. Why you do what you do? Oh, because you want to get a hand clap. You want to get a pat on the back. You want your name called. You're trying to steal God's glory. We don't think about how we offend God. <laughs> Offenses. I'm coming down your road. Because see, before the greater come, we got to get some stuff off the line. We got to get some stuff taken care of. We got to remove the offense that's against God's will in order to have a future with God. Our focus should be to increase in holiness. Shout holiness. Uh, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. <laughs> oh, because we can't draw back. Uh, we can't fall back. Uh, oh, we're taking two steps forward and seven steps backwards. Uh, you can't afford to fall back. Uh, oh, my God, you got to keep moving forward uh, in holiness and righteousness. Sanctification. Uh, come on here. Uh, oh, my God, when God bring you out, stay out. Amen. 
right now, what you falling back for? God done worked with you, worked on you, done sent you his word, done brought you out with a strong and mighty hand. You, what you stepping back for? Huh? God done gave you an opportunity to serve him. God done gave you an opportunity to labor before him, to work in his vineyard, to be a living witness, to be a disciple. And you It's sure enough tough to get back in. You can't afford the backslide. So we were once in a dark place. God was the one that brought us to the light. He brought us and gave us a future. According to Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. They are thought to what peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. You better thank God that God got some thoughts of peace toward his people. Oh my God. I'm going to hit a few scriptures. We're going to go to the book of Isaiah right quick. Let's run. Let's run. Isaiah. Hope this is helping somebody. Isaiah 43. Start in verse 1. I'm going to skip around. Amen. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. For I have what? Redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, for thou art mine. When, the underlying when, because you're going to go through some stuff. Before you get to the greater, you're going to have to go through. When you pass through the water, you're going to go through some waters. You might well stop crying. Stop whining, woe with me. Why am I going through so much to sleep? These waters is just so rough. You going through. When you pass through the waters, he said what? I will be with you. Then after you go through the waters, you're going to go through some rivers. It's going to get deeper. Uh-huh. That, 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 see, this is... The lot of God's people. Y'all thought y'all were going to be a, a, yeah, a fancy, sophisticated Christian. And we're going to go through that. We're going to dance the tunes with the Lord. Uh-uh. No, you're going to go through some stuff. Mm-hmm. When you go through what? The rivers. Then they shall not what? Mm-hmm. But then after the rivers, and God bring you through the river. Then that's the next level. And I'm going to go to the next level. Ain't that what y'all say? Take me to another level. 